will say that even one moment can change your life. Well, it certainly can. Only if you take a little while to reflect on it and know exactly what to do. You want to find out? Come, let's jump into this episode. Hey there, I'm Ishani Nigam and you have tuned into my first step ever podcast. I realized life's too short to postpone your dreams and too long to live someone else's. So after failing thousand times, I'm finally on a journey to fulfill my dreams of impacting people's life through what I do the best, entertain and educate through podcasting, digital content creation and thought leadership. On this podcast, I uncover stories that help you see why you must do what you want in life build conviction to follow them, and how to build systems to sustain them. And if you are an entrepreneur or a brand seeking exactly the same, then I'm up for a chat on my Instagram handle, which is at myfirststepever underscore in. But for now, if you want to achieve your goals and build never-failing systems, then what are you waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome on my first step ever. So excited to be entering into the last leg where we are about to reach 100 episodes of my first step ever podcast. On this 77th episode of my first step ever podcast, I'm so excited to introduce our guest speaker today to all of you because his journey makes us understand that There are a lot of moments in life that can change your thinking or probably can make you realign with who you really are or what you want to do. And that is an amazing experience. So please join me in welcoming Daniel Bullitt. Hi, Daniel. Welcome on my first step ever. Hi, Shani. Thanks so much. It's a a very big honor for me to um, be on your podcast and uh, to be able to share my story with uh, your audience. So thank you so much for the for the honor and the privilege. It's it's completely my pleasure. And I don't want to reveal your age too much, but I would just like to tell everyone that you are in your early 20s for sure. <laughs> and yeah, you, now, now mid-20s. So. It's, it's really interesting that a person of your age, I think it's more about the experiences that you had, that you are now a co-founder of a company called Mindly Studios. So let me introduce you to my audience and listeners today. Daniel is the co-founder of Mindly Studio. He started Mindly together with his partner, Natalia. I'm going to pronounce a surname. It's a Polish surname, but I think it's always <laughs> an honor to, to introduce our guest speakers. So her name is Natalia Shupek. Very close. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> She'll be happy about that. <laughs> I'm happy to know that. So friends, they co-founded Mindly Studios in early 2020 at the age of 23. That's amazing. Daniel <laughs> was motivated to create a safe, inclusive, and fair world through design. He helps organizations through a human-centered approach where people are put at the center of problems and their voices can be heard. Now, I think this is something very, very amazing. We are all looking up. Uh, and looking out for such kind of social startups or social businesses where the center of the heart of everything is people and we build solutions around them. So really happy that Mindly is doing that. 
Mindly is best known for designing user interfaces through user experience methodologies. We'll be learning a bit more about how it all <laughs> came into being and what led Daniel to start Mindly. So they create growth opportunities for organizations through improvement of human well-being, satisfaction, inclusion, belonging, and increased efficiencies and effectiveness. <laughs> <That's mouthful. laughs> yes. Keeping aside, I mean, you're still very young, but keeping aside whatever your mindset is now and whatever you are passionate about, when you were growing up, were you always like this? If yes, why? If no, why? Yeah, I had a lot of things that helped me become, uh, I guess, who I am today. The the first one is definitely my parents. Um, they they came to Australia uh, after the wars in Yugos in former Yugoslavia. So they came here looking for a better life. They came here not speaking any English, um, with very little money, and they just came here uh, to get to be able to make a better life for themselves and, and for me. And I'm very grateful for that. So I grew up in a very loving family and I got to learn a lot about teamwork and collaboration through my family. I was always very supported by my parents. They always believed I can be whoever I want to be and do whatever I want to do. So yeah, I'm very privileged in that sense. I was an only child and I always had a crazy imagination. I always loved yeah making people happy through my ideas. So that, that was like how I got into creativity and um, wanting to come up with ideas that make people feel good. Uh, I also grew up in a suburb called Dandenong uh, here in Melbourne, fairly low socioeconomic uh, suburb in Dandenong. So one of the amazing gifts from that is that I went to school with people from that came from all around the world, like pretty much <laughs> now that I look back at it, it's probably yeah, most countries you can think of, there were people uh, that were my classmates. So. Yeah, from from fairly young age, I also began to really value diversity in different people's beliefs, thoughts, and, and ideas, and how all these different uh, perspectives from diverse people brought together create really unique ideas and, and environments. Growing up, I also did competitive swimming, so I was training a lot. I was going to swimming before and after school, trained 10 times a week, and I really became resilient through through my swimming practices. And yeah, growing up, I had just so many different passions and things I was interested in. Uh, I actually recently learned that it's called being a multi-potentialite, which is when, yeah, it's sort of like being a generalist. So uh, people that love to learn a lot about different things. And then, yeah, it's usually stigmatized that, like, especially growing up, what do you want to be when you're older? And that puts makes pe uh, kids think, you can only be in one thing, whereas you can actually be so many different things. You don't have to just focus on one thing. So, yeah, I think thanks to having all these different passions, I've been able to understand lots of different things from different parts of the world, like science and, and philosophy and um, like games, just a whole bunch of stuff, music. And yeah, that, that sort of all helps me become who I am today. And I'm, I'm really compassionate. I really value diversity. I'm lucky to believe a lot in myself, thanks especially to my family and my parents. And yeah, well, it's, it's led me to want to use my privilege in life to help others and to make the world a better place. I can sense, sense so much love and compassion, as you mentioned. And I just, I can just see that there was such a positive, you know, platform for you to just grow from. 
and just be yourself and i really want to dig a bit deeper over here because this is the kind of childhood or maybe you know a sort of a mental mindset or environment that everyone is seeking out for i see you're very grateful to your parents which is amazing because i can definitely say when you come to a new land actually making your own you know living over there it's very difficult so you are actually bearing fruits of your parents labor but i'm sure you're giving them back equally or i wanted to really understand is when you said that your parents let they just made you feel like you have the power to do anything that you want or for you to believe in yourself do you recollect or do you recall any such incidents or the way they parented you that made you feel that way always just very open minded and um like they grew up they both grew up in fairly um tough situations both of them grew, uh, grew up in uh bosnia and it's very poor country and they didn't have opportunities to many things in life like both my parents wanted to study and uh, go to higher education but neither of them could because of yeah, their own life uh, situation but yeah they they've always just yeah always believed in me and uh, supported me in any way they could whether it be uh, i don't know just buying me a new gadget so i can learn how to use it or um just yeah encouraging me to try something new out like swimming or guitar or any of my other lots of different passions so i guess their their mindset carried on through to me i i think because they let you explore whoever you were or whatever you wanted to do that really helped you shape your personality really early on i could say that because you were able to uh, you know discover things in you probably very early on because you had that liberty it could be different in terms of economic ways you know where how people do it but i think what we really need when we grow up is compassion love and the feeling that someone places a trust in you that you can do whatever you want so that that's really amazing and i hope for all my listeners that if you are not able to find that person in someone else try and be that person for yourself because as daniel said not everyone gets the opportunity but when you have been through hard times and if you can help anyone one else then you must so moving on from here there was also one very interesting thing that you mentioned over here which was about that why do we why do we place the stigma of you know becoming that one person throughout your life and why you can't be multiple things if you have the talent and the passion for which is very interesting so having that mindset of yours that you could be anyone that you want to did that ever confuse you to what to you know first get into or what to start with if you could share that i think because of that i always stressed the anxious cuz uh, yeah like like you mentioned usually yeah people want to become this one person or or, or want to focus on one thing but there's so many different things and it's so hard to choose and i really think just being open just just letting yourself explore and be an adventurer and try different things out and see what works and what doesn't what you really love doing and what 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 is hard or what is easy and, and just trying lots of different things out and then and just giving it a go like there will never be the perfect thing that you can do or this is like the one life's calling or life's purpose there are lots of purposes and lots of callings and yeah just trying different things out and then seeing what works best for you is i think yeah a good approach so while you're exploring out over there you are meeting so many different people at times you your wavelength matches with certain people and at times it doesn't so in that process 
how do you maybe find those kind of people to be surrounded with with that is that important for you i don't think that's as important i think one of the most beautiful things i've learned is being open to all kinds of people is really valuable like try and learn from someone that has the opposite beliefs from you you'll actually learn something really interesting and understand that there's this different way of life and that your way might not be the best way in fact or that maybe you can learn something from the other person but in general it's really nice to have this sort of tribe of people that you can be part of or uh, or communicate with or be a collective with and i think just maybe based on values like what do you really value and try find similar people just to uh, have a, a belonging with or be part of that tribe um lots of different ways to do it uh, one of the ways i've done it since starting mindly is through linkedin just seeing different kinds of content from lots of different kinds of people connecting and yeah just uh, yeah being part of that and uh, connecting with different people and learning from yeah everyone pretty much <laughs> Now that that really sounds something like you know being open minded is is really really uh, it's actually a very conscious effort to say so and it, being yeah. <laughs> and being able to imbibe uh, other person's qualities that you that sort of matches with your values and being able to respect the things that you feel that you might not be able to carry on further but still see it working for the other person i think it's a very uh, interesting world out there to say so but moving on from there i believe after kind of experimenting in your early 20s there was a time when you had a moment and you had an experience that kind of changed your mindset or maybe that strengthened your Uh, entire uh, reasoning of you know or your purpose of life are you able to take us through that incident yeah i'd love to so th- that incident for me is what led to mindly studio so yeah i was i was 22 at the time and uh, i finished uni i was working uh, in a corporate job in a marketing team i was learning a lot and it was really great being part of a big team and doing lots of different kinds of job uh, i mean tasks as part of the job but there was always something missing for me and yeah i wasn't really happy with with my career i'm like is this all that there is i mean it's still at a pretty early age uh, there was definitely a lot more i could learn and progress but it was more the emotional um sort of sense uh, and the meaning and uh, purpose behind it so natalia and i we we both felt the same way especially when 2019 2020 bushfire season happened we like what can we do like what can we do to help uh, with disaster that was happening around australia and we we really wanted to do something to help because we felt helpless um, by not doing anything so yeah we sort of had that moment and we were like all right we need to do something better with with ourselves and uh, have a more meaningful career so we didn't have that much experience whatever experience is in that sort of sense so we just started brainstorming what can we do uh, with the skills that we have uh, that, uh, so natalia the design background i have the marketing background and we thought why don't we work with other companies to help them with design uh, and be able to impact them uh, through this approach that we really value which is the human centered approach and by putting people first so yeah it was a really challenging time and we both had those limiting beliefs that we're both too young and uh, we don't have enough experience and we started rationalizing this uh, scarcity mindset by thinking 
look, we're really young. We don't have any sort of big expenses or any sort of uh, mortgages or anything that's holding us back. So we're pretty young. We don't have that many risks to take. Maybe this is actually the best time to try and see what this whole journey is about. So yeah, we <laughs> we sort of took the plunge and we um, yeah we quit our jobs and started Mindly Studio like that. And yeah, the, yeah, it was definitely the hardest part. There's limiting beliefs and uh, it was very challenging, but yeah, we're very grateful to have started. And uh, it was also very hard pretty much right after we started COVID uh, became COVID. <laughs> yeah, there was a time when we weren't making any money. COVID, we were in those strict COVID lockdowns here in Melbourne. And yeah, that was very challenging. But then we, we did this like seminar uh, from Tony Robbins and, and we learned, it's called Unleash the Power Within. And we one of the biggest lessons I learned was that in business success or whatever you want to call success is mostly 80% psychology and 20% strategy or 20% actually doing things. And it's all about your mindset and being able to be confident in yourself and having the right mindset to push through the difficult times. So yeah, it, it wasn't easy and it's still not easy, but the challenges are very different now than they used to be. And that's, yeah, that's that little story. <laughs> that is definitely very, very brave of both of you. And congratulations, first of all, for taking the plunge, because I think you have gone through the biggest and the most scariest part of maybe starting a business. <laughs> so congratulations. Thank um, you. <laughs> I, I really like the fact when you both had this limiting beliefs and these you know dialogues inside your head saying that why you can't do that do this and then you turned into that why we should do this yeah and kind of calculating the risks that that was really interesting and i think that's a very very good way for our viewers and listeners that if you are at a crossroad and if you have a lot of questions in your mind and if you say what if this happens then you should also think of on the positive end that what if that happens mm. and if you or think what if that that or like the opportunity cost so what won't happen if i don't do this Exactly. That, that's an amazing way to evaluate things. And I think whatever you feel is that that weighs heavier would be your option <laughs> to go to. Because it's never a right or wrong way. It's always what you think you would like to do with the resources and, of course, a calculative risk that you can take at that moment. So that's really interesting. Moving on from there, when you had your Mindly Studio set up, you just said that you entered into COVID and it was both, uh, I think, negative and a positive for online businesses at that point in time. Was there any time when you felt, oh my God, I have, make it, I have made the, the worst decision of my life. I should have not <laughs> left it because this COVID just hit and we don't have money. In that time, how did you, you know, just help yourself get out of it because now you're still running that's your company so yeah oh it was very tough there was um one point where um the time it was it was right after the first uh melbourne lockdown which was i think was like two or three months after that we're like oh free of covid uh, and we decided to um get an apartment uh, i mean rent an apartment and then we moved in and then the second really long <laughs> lockdown came into B, which was I think three or four months and at that time it was really stressful because we didn't have any money coming in we had no any sort of leads to get any work and yeah we were paying rent and having uh, more expenses than we used to 
yeah, it was a really tough time. There was one one day where I had my first ever anxiety attack, and I I was literally crying <laughs> all day, which was yeah, very interesting experience for me. It, it was really tough to get out of. Yeah, we as as I mentioned earlier, we did that um, unleash the power within Tony Robbins um, event, which just gave us so much confidence. Uh, we just needed just to hear some positive talk to get us out of our um, slump and out of our negative uh, mindset and to just get a little like ignition or spark to help us continue through. And that little spark ended up really changing everything for us because um, we did get one opportunity to get a client and we were confident enough to get it over the line. And then we started working with them and started building this snowball effect of confidence and positivity. And uh, we started believing in ourselves and uh, decided to keep on going. And yeah, those definitely moments were like, why are we even doing this? We should just quit. We can get a job and we can get so much more money <laughs> and all those sorts of things. But yeah, we really, really believed in us in ourselves, even though even in the dark times. But yeah, we we ended up pushing through and I'm very grateful we did because we've had a very, very amazing journey. Wow. I was so intently listening to it because firstly, I would like to say that thank you for being so honest and being so open about sharing your feelings. It's not easy to share with so many people that what you felt what you went through because it's very personal and but by doing that I can assure you that a lot of people who are going through that situation can find some support that even if today you feel like crying your heart out do that but get up tomorrow seek for some help because you need to keep moving on it's good to take a break to slow down but I don't think so that none of us would like to give up on our dreams so Yes, thank you so much, Daniel. I think it was such an amazing, amazing episode of so much, uh, you know, so many interesting incidents of, in your life. And I have really enjoyed chatting with you. I really want to understand, this is just the last question, like for our viewers and listeners, can you share three actionable steps that gets them going with whatever they want to do? Look, for me and my my journey, it's all been about uh, purpose, and I, I think no no better way to find your purpose than to ask yourself, what can you do to make other people's lives better? Because what I've learned is that helping others is really fulfilling, and and the end goal in life is to be fulfilled. To be fulfilled um, is just the best feeling uh, you can have. Uh, you can also ask yourself. What makes you forget about time and what would you love to do that just just gets you in this flow state and makes you forget about time and you just enjoy it so much? A acknowledge uh, your limiting beliefs and, as we mentioned before, flip them on its head and believe in yourself and then realize that they're just limiting beliefs and whatever you believe is what ends up ha uh, happening or becoming true. So, yeah, if you change that limiting belief into a like an empowering belief, your life will change instantly. Great. Amazing three tips to end this amazing episode on. And I think my favorite would be the third one. Flip your limiting beliefs <laughs> on its head and you will find your answer for sure. 
each each one of us have that power inside and we always draw that strength from our own self at the, in the most most difficult time of our life so don't ever forget that the superstar of your life is you and thank you daniel for being on my first step ever sharing your amazing journey over <laughs> here kishani is is absolute pleasure and yeah thank you so much for having this space where yeah people like myself can share but also for giving yeah your obviously your beautiful audience the opportunity to hear different perspectives and stories too lovely thank you and before you leave i always request my guest speakers to leave our listeners with a quote or a saying that they really resonate with yeah for me uh, a big one is i will find a way or I'll, or i will make a way yeah that that one really gets me to yeah again believe in myself and to uh, push through no matter how uncomfortable something might feel or how uncertain something might feel and just to yeah make sure uh, make myself accountable that i can do what a wonderful quote i will find a way or i'll make a way which really gives actually leaves you with the thought that you cannot get away with it you have to find a way to your goal so that's amazing thank you daniel for being on my first step ever and as i always say start believing in yourself and keep believing in yourself we'll meet you soon with another episode hi my friends if you have reached thus far today firstly thank you so much it really means that you have learned something out of today's episode and you have enjoyed so why don't you share it with me and let me know that what is that you have learned and what would you like to listen more in the upcoming episodes I love to build a relationship with my viewers and audiences and know what really is that helping them. So you can follow me on my Instagram handle which is at myfirststepever_in and subscribe to my YouTube channel for weekly video updates. And yes, if you like what I do over here, follow my first step ever on Google, Apple or Spotify and please drop your rating my show and comment well this can be a way you can help me achieve my dreams to reach out to millions who need to hear this as i help you in your journey in taking the first step ever until next time start believing in yourself and most importantly keep believing in yourself <laughs>